Welcome to BitFaced. No awesome guests to introduce you to tonight. In fact, we might call this an episode of BitFaced, but really, uh, this is an intervention for my partner, Tyler. Jesus Christ, what is going on with your drinking lately? (laughs) You know, I, I thought when I moved in with you that I would end up cleaning up your child's vomit before I ended up cleaning up yours. So let's 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 talk about this before we jump into the meat and potatoes tonight. What the fuck has been going on, man? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> anyway, we've had a couple uh, a couple weeks off here in the Bit Cave. Tyler had some family stuff happen, all in a good way, uh, wedding yeah. and, and things of that nature. I've had some things going on with work, so thanks for the break. I guess to start, we actually did record an episode last week. We just don't know what we're going to do with it yet. Technical difficulties did happen, believe it or not, not on our end, which is a fucking shocker to I know everyone listening right now. But we have a great episode. We're just missing the last 20 minutes of it. So we're debating whether we're going to re-record it. Uh, it was one of my favorite episodes we've done in a while. The The guest was great, and it was a lot of fun. And then I kind of want to go back really quickly to we did an episode about the top 40 games from Gen 7. I did get a correction from a fan, um, and I'm going to kind of explain it. Uh, World of Warcraft did is technically a Gen 6 game. Yes, absolutely it is. It came out almost a year before the Xbox 360 dropped. I get that. I would argue, though, that more WoW has been played in Gen 7 than the other gens of gaming, which might change if WoW keeps on going. But no, I, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the correction. Actually, that's the kind of feedback I like to get about the podcast. We fuck up every single week, so please, if we say something that's wrong or we make a wrong reference, I actually like to. I don't like to be corrected. I don't think anybody does, but I like to know when I'm wrong because we bring you this podcast because we think we're pretty knowledgeable about video games, about pop culture. Uh, so yeah, no, I yes, World of Warcraft is technically a Gen Six game, and and thank you for that, uh, Mr. Grantham. That's actually kind of funny because before you put it on your list, we had talked about that, so we knew that it was technically Gen Six, but as you said, um, it had the most player base around. I think that's a game we have to make an exception for. Yeah. Everything else, all other 39 titles, I believe, were released in Gen 7. Agreed. The reason I think Warcraft gets a pass, it's it's a different kind of game. It's a different style of, of game. And I, I'll stand by it that most Warcraft was played during Gen 7. I know that there was a year that was Gen 6, and I get that. Yeah, because, I, I mean, it, it came out in 2004, but... When it had the most players was when Burning Crusade, its first expansion, came out. And that was in 2000, I think, 6. So so definitely, definitely Gen 7. Then. Yep. But no, I love love the feedback. Also, uh, I guess before we kind of dive into on a, a path that has no map tonight, thanks for everyone coming out to our events. 
we've actually seen a lot of uh, a lot of new faces. I haven't been there as much, obviously, because I don't play Hearthstone. But uh, Tyler and I've been seeing a lot of activity on the Facebook page. A lot of new faces. A lot of really cool people uh, as well. So thank you for coming out to the events. Are we having an event this week? Yeah, we'll be having one this week. Um, I was actually almost going to go up and play in a, a Hearthstone tournament with um, a lot of our, our guys who come down who live in Denver, uh, but I didn't get the chance to. So they're all looking forward to playing this Thursday. Is this a direct result of your extreme alcoholism <laughs> recently? Maybe. <laughs> I, you know, you know when you don't get up until 5 p.m., Tyler, sometimes you miss out on things. Hey, the latest was like 3.30. Okay, th- 3.30, but to be fair. And you know what? When you're out at our events and you see Tyler, guys, do a, him a favor and don't buy him a drink. <laughs> buy, buy drinks for me. I can obviously handle it. I'm, I'm still doing okay. You know, I got up and got, got things done this weekend. Don't don't buy Tyler a drink. And and if you do buy him a drink, make sure it comes with a side of guilt. Guilt him real bad about uh about how out of control his drinking has been lately. Uh no, let's get into the meat here though. Do you want to talk about Suicide Squad first? Uh yeah, we could talk about Suicide Squad. Uh, no, I didn't see it. And and the reason I didn't see it is contributor to the podcast Doug Lund told me 3 out of 10 stars was the review he gave it. Those of you that listen to the cast know Doug is a big DC fan. So when Doug gives something a 3 out of 10, probably not going to drop my 10 bucks. But you saw it too, so I'm, I'm kind of... And we haven't talked about this. I'm kind of curious to see what you thought. Yeah, um, I I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, I wouldn't harshly throw it at a 3 out of 10. And you know I give stuff that low of ratings because Sp- Amazing Spider-Man 2, of course. I said maybe a 2 or 2.5. And, um, and I'll stand by that. I still do. That was a god-awful movie. But as far as Suicide Squad goes, it has a lot of good and a lot of the uh, the homages and the stuff that they throw in for older fans of like old Harley Quinn, very cool, very awesome to see. Um, but they killed Killer Croc, not literally in the movie, but his character is garbage, just awful. And like, how is how is he awful? I mean, he he's one I imagine would be pretty hard to fuck up. It's not. He's a pretty unique character. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know when you have a character who pretty much dresses like Balrog from Street Fighter in his hoodies and he's got his gangster chains and one of his lines in the movie is don't worry about it bruh I live underground or something <laughs> stupid like that I was just done now I want to see it <laughs> I I couldn't handle that I, but you know what besides that and uh Will Smith's Deadshot was a little soft um Otherwise, they had to make him the hero, though. Correct. I know it's yeah, a movie about bad guys, right? But somebody has to have an arc. Yeah, S- right. I can I can see what you mean. I think they they push it a little too far, though. Like he definitely there were some points in the movie where I was like, "Oh, uh, that would have been different." And if it had done that, and if it had been a little darker, I think it. I think it was a good movie. I don't think they missed out too far but i would have liked to have seen the movie before 
Batman and Superman failed. You think it would have been a lot different? Way different. I think it would have been really dark and like zero to no comedy. And I would have been okay with that. Because I think they would have taken way more liberties as far as killing people and doing all sorts of just crazy stuff. I understand you know, why they went the way they did, though. They're trying to capture the same superhero audience that Marvel has, and they're just not, they're just not doing that, though. And I think we've talked about this before, but I think they have to stop doing that. I think they... Look, nothing against DC. Marvel won, guys. I hate to tell you, DC. It doesn't fucking matter what happens going forward. At least this first generation of films, one or two, whatever they are, Marvel won. Marvel and Marvel didn't have to rag on DC to win or ape anything DC did. Marvel did their own thing and it fucking worked. Now, Suicide Squad sold more tickets than Guardians of the Galaxy did, and from what I can tell, Batman versus Superman got shit on a lot, but it still made a ton of money. So, I think DC needs to not do what Marvel's doing. And I think if they keep doing or trying to do what Marvel's doing, not only will they fail, but the formula is going to run it's going to run dry for Marvel too. They're going to have to do something a little bit different. In fact, one of the things I've got on my list tonight is uh summer 2018. I don't know. Like that's when everyone thinks the superhero bubble is going to burst and looking at the titles, there's a lot. There's a lot coming out that summer. Yeah, I mean, what's all it that's the start of Infinity War, right? So, I mean, we'll already have had Black Panther next year and the new Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Black Panther, Thor, and Doctor Strange are the yeah. three that we get before that. And Wonder Woman. Yep. And isn't Justice League that summer, too? I think so. And we're not even scratching the surface. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out that I'm not even uh, I'm not even thinking of. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, DC looks like they might be doing it right with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman gives me hope. Yeah. The Justice League trailer, I'm not as happy as everyone else was with that. And maybe it's my bias for Grant Gustin. Fuck Ezra Miller as the Flash. I think he's terrible. I don't want Peter Parker. I want Barry Allen. Grant gives that to me every single week. I didn't I didn't like that part of it at all loved aquaman i think the new flash sucks that's fair i i get i get your gripes there i really do um i i think the trailer looked good but my favorite part of batman versus superman was wonder woman and i think the trailer just i think that was a lot of people's favorite part of batman versus superman i think i think that's the one part they really got right yeah they did batman okay and DC announced this week that they're really focusing on Man of Steel 2 and really doing, I think their exact words were, getting the character of Superman right, which I don't think they've done either. So at least they realize that. I Nothing against Henry Cavill as an actor. He's not a great Superman or a great Clark Kent, I don't think. And I think he's really overshadowed when you put him, and I never thought I'd say this, when you put him next to someone like Affleck, I I don't know. I Maybe they're just not writing the character correctly. Yeah. I really like Ben Affleck's Batman. I do too. I think he's going to just continue to be great. Yeah. Um, and then 
kind of going, I guess we were talking a little bit about trailers. What did you think about the Rogue One teaser that dropped, or actually full trailer probably that dropped on, on Thursday? Yeah, the full trailer. Man, that was good. I'm so stoked. I'm excited. And I heard rumors about a lot of reshoots and redo on that. I on, I think they reshoot every movie. Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't think reshoots are necessarily a, a bad thing all the time. Sometimes are they a problem? Yeah. And one thing I think you kind of alluded to and Doug told me that Suicide Squad felt like that it was just chopped to shit. Absolutely. And I feel like Jared Leto actually had a fair amount of like screen time that they, they shot and they cut it all. He's literally got four scenes, and one of them he's Doug in. said five minutes, and yeah. I don't think I, I think he was exaggerating a little bit, but I don't think he was exaggerating too much. No, five, five minutes might might be high. Really? He he literally he's in like four scenes. One of them is just his face, and he like is gone. The other one is a whole like ten seconds of him, and then he's got two scenes that are actually I don't know probably fifteen twenty seconds apiece. So you you're not gonna say it's a three out of ten, but you're not giving it over a six out of ten, are you? Based on kind of what I'm gathering from you, uh, I don't. I it had a, a fair amount of stuff that I liked. I enjoyed seeing it, and honestly, I I actually want to see it again. But I'm hoping they do like a, another version, like a full cut, like a director's cut or something on the Blu-ray, and they add in a lot more of the scenes that they took out. And with that, I might give it a little higher. But I, I think six or six and a half out of ten is probably where I would put it. Doug also told me that I need to watch the Batman versus Superman extended cut because he said that there's a thread that's cut out of the regular movie that ties everything together very well. Uh, so I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna watch that too. And maybe I will wait until Suicide Squad hits Blu-ray and look for a better cut. But when you and Doug both aren't like, hey, man, you should probably go see this movie, I'm not rushing out to do it. And I'd, I'd spend the past two weekends before that in the theater with Star Trek and with Ghostbusters. Uh, oh, yeah. We saw Batman on a Monday night. I mean, I didn't feel like... If the reviews would have been good, meaning my friend's reviews, not right. online's going to be online, well, and the I crit- would have gone to see it. Yeah, the critics hate it. And the reason I did go to see it is because... Eight out of ten of my friends who posted about it said they either loved it or really liked it. So I had some hopes, and that's why I went to see it. It wasn't quite what I wanted. Okay. Yeah. History was made uh, this week in video games. For the first time, it was either this week or last week, the Xbox One outsold the PlayStation 4. Wow. And um, I guess the, the white two terabyte console mm-hmm. is gone yeah the like, s they're not making it well yeah because they're just gonna have you wait for scorpio scorpio or you can get the gears of war version that's similar i'm sure they'll have an, a box that maybe drops with battlefield i don't know uh but yeah for the first time ever uh and kind of going back to marvel and dc god that's how sony and <laughs> xbox has been at least as far as sales are concerned uh, PlayStation has been handing it to Microsoft yeah. steadily since the consoles launched. Not that Xbox doesn't have uh, their fan base, but Sony seems to be selling a lot more. I think, though, that um, 
the fact that they got their new box out before Sony even... I guess we're getting an announcement next month. Sony sent out some very vague invitations to... I can't even remember what they're calling it. Like a PlayStation, PlayStation meeting. event, yeah. It's some kind it's, of... I think it's called PlayStation Meeting. Huh. But I assume that's when we're going to find out when their new yeah. box is dropping. Because yeah. I figure that VR is probably going to have something to do with that system. I'm not saying it's not going to work with the original PlayStation 4, but maybe enhanced capabilities. It's all speculation at this point. but I think that's probably very accurate. And, you know, it's funny is they're going to announce it. I think it's September 9th or something is, is when the meeting is. And when uh, when does the PlayStation VR, when's that supposed to drop? It's October, right? Yeah, I almost feel like they're going to just be like, boom, console next month, and I drop it right gonna, with the VR. And they'll have a bundle. Yeah. Because the VR by itself is 400 right? I think so. God, I have to see it before I, I'm going to drop that for it. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Actually, I, I feel like it's like $100 cheaper than that. I think it's like 300 I thought it was three ninety nine. Is it two ninety nine? Oh, I don't remember. Three ninety nine is what sticks out in my head. Okay, yeah, that that might be right. Uh, but either way, that's not bad because you look at like the Oculus and a lot of those other ones. They're over six hundred dollars, so that's fairly cheap for what could be a decent VR system. The commercials make it look really cool. Yeah, but the commercials made the Power Glove look really cool too. <laughs> Um, there's some videos online of people doing the PlayStation VR with this game where they're like trying to load a gun and they can't get the clip to like load in. It's a funny, I'll have to show it to you. All right. Yeah. Or we'll post it to the site. Yeah. And then, um, also disappointed that, um, I thought the Nautilus Rift was going to be available. It's not, it's, they're going to have it at demos and, and trade shows like Gamescom. It's not going to be purchasable, though. Oh, I thought it was just a joke entirely. No, no, it's real. <laughs> um, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, basically, it's like smell-o-vision. You wear it over your face, and when you're playing the fractured but whole, you can actually smell farts. It's how kind of I read it. Yeah. that's When I saw it, all I thought was, oh, man. They're just they're playing right in to their whole crowd like they're doing what we would enjoy (laughs) because they are and they're also at the same time making fun of the focus on virtual reality yeah it's i mean it's south park well that's why i thought it was a huge joke i didn't know it was actually going to be real it's real (laughs) it's not real to the point where you're going to be able to buy it but they're going to have it at at like you know not e3 obviously but any game shows before the game launches december the 8th yeah they'll have it there well if you want the experience i will sit in your room and rip ass all night while you play yeah no i'm gonna i'm gonna actually you might be dead at that point based on how your (laughs) drinking's been going what is it it's it's august now yeah we'll we'll see uh you you might not be uh you might not be alive man (laughs) another huge sony title launch this week no man's sky now, I haven't played it, and I don't think you've played it yet, and I am waiting to see a little bit more. Now, because I've heard that I'll like it, but I've also heard that there's no overarching story. I heard a lot of comparisons to Minecraft, and that made me, that turned me off, not on. I was like, no, no, quit quit saying the words Minecraft, because that makes me not want to play it. 
Uh, I like the fact, though, that you, you know, you're in a spaceship and you're exploring the galaxy. I think it looks like a lot of fun. The reviews really haven't been out yet because no one's really... It's one of those games that's hard to review because there's so much of it. And who's to say that you wouldn't have a completely different experience playing it that I'm going to have. My other beef is, and this isn't directed towards No Man's Sky, but fuck you, Amazon Prime, and your fucking bullshit that I can get the physical copy of the game for 20 bucks off, but I can't get the digital copy of the game for 20 bucks off. That's a load of shit, Amazon. And you sold me something different back when you sold me the Prime subscription. You said that digital offerings would be available. Well, it seems like Amazon, every time I want something, Dark Souls 3 being the first example, and now this, oh, I can get the physical copy. I want the digital copies cheaper, Amazon. The digital copies should be cheaper. You're not having to send it to my house. It doesn't have a box or an instruction book with it. I think the digital copies should be cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. You're cutting out the cost of production entirely. And I thought that with my Prime membership, I was going to end up saving money. The only thing Prime has saved me on is sending presents and things to my family. I don't even know if I'm going to renew this year because I honestly don't use the video service as much as I thought I would because everything's on Netflix and Hulu that Amazon has. There's really not much more as far as Prime goes. There's a few things. It's Yeah, and maybe not for you, but for some people who are huge BBC fans they signed a deal with them to exclusively stream their stuff. Yeah, see, and I don't care about that uh, at all, actually. And I think even, um, I know people that are BBC fans, and they have a whole network that they can subscribe to, too, that's not Amazon, that I think has all of that stuff as well. That sounds correct. I know that they were going to do their own streaming service. I just wasn't sure if it was out yet. Um, And I'm going to go right from fuck Amazon to fuck Activision. So... Two weeks ago, they released uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 for 40 fucking dollars a piece on the one. Barely cleaned up. Cleaned up a little bit. But not... I mean, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was a fucking... Almost a launch title. Both are good games. Worth... It's 60 for the pair, 40 a piece. Come on. That's old. This week, old, old, old. Activision released Transformers Fall of Cybertron. Our four year old game, five year old game, for fifty fucking dollars. Cleaned up a little bit. I'm gonna spend sixty dollars on three very cleaned up games on the Bioshock collection. Which comes out September thirteenth. Um but I think Activision, this is this is right at you. Make the games backwards compatible. I know why you're doing this. You're doing this to get around that. And I'm going to vote with my wallet. I'm not buying Marvel again. I'm not buying Transformers again. And I'm certainly... Now, if Marvel would have came out and it would have been $30 for both games cleaned up, hey, we've got a deal. I would pay that for that. Charging almost full price for a 10-year-old title is inexcusable, in my opinion. And it's a cash grab, and I hate it. I agree with that, for sure. Uh, Let's see. Telltale Batman? Really good. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about it, and it's kind of its own whole story. 
It seems like it is. Uh, I know a lot of people have said that they're kind of doing a riff on Long Halloween, which is good. Uh, it's a young Bruce Wayne. It's it's definitely, I think, Batman in his, his late 20s. Penguin is his friend, kind of, and he's younger. Harvey is not two-faced yet. Uh, Selena is there, but she knows that you're Batman. It's kind of, it's a, it's a different playground that they're operating in. I know a lot of people don't like the Telltale style of gaming, and I get the complaints. That it's not really a game, that you're really just playing a movie, that the choices, while it does seem they have a little bit of impact, they really don't change where the story's going. I understand all of that. I like that they're doing, uh, you know, character of Batman, though. I think that's good. And I guess the rumor is uh, that they're going to do Stranger Things next. That that's their next IP. That would be really cool. Because the way that the the TV series is kind of shot and filmed, it would be fun to have even that small interaction in the way that Telltale... Oh, no, sorry. It wasn't... I'm thinking of the wrong thing. I'm going to correct myself. It's not Stranger Things they're doing. It's Mr. Robot. Oh. A show that I've been told I really need to watch. You do. It's good. And I haven't started this uh, the second season yet, but the first season was really good. Um, I read something else about Stranger Things video game, but it wasn't Telltale. Hmm. I think Telltale would have been the way to go for them. Uh, I haven't seen the show yet. Yes, I know. I need to watch it. Every fucking person I've ever met in my entire life has taken the time to send me an email or a text message or call me or talk to me on Xbox Live and tell me how much I need to watch Stranger Things. The thing is, that makes me want to watch it less. I hate being for something i have to come into it on my own so i will get around to watching it but it's not going to be today and it might not be tomorrow because i'm just like game of thrones i'm tired of fucking hearing how good it is i mean that's gonna die down quick though because it's only an eight an eight episode show and everyone who's already seen it is gonna rave about it for a little bit and then and i guess they've already they're coming back with the season two which is cool yeah yeah very exciting yeah again i'll uh i'll check back in after i watch it i've just uh yes i know it's good i i I know it's good did you see amanda's cosplay yeah she did really well yeah i i I thought so she does well with all of her and i'm talking about the stranger thing ones right have you seen her um her farah from overwatch no i haven't seen that good god Hmm. she put in a lot of work uh, we'll have to post pictures when she when she gets them up. I know she's been on the the cast twice. Uh, yeah. yeah, her her cosplays are are unbelievable. Um, let's see. Oh, this is just a completely side note. But you know how they're doing that NES that's got thirty packaged games in it. Yeah, and you know how they're doing the Sega Genesis that's got games packaged in it. Yeah. Well, I, I found a Kickstarter today. They're already up to twenty nine thousand dollars for a similar box that has all of the Wisdom Tree games from the 80s. And if you guys don't know who Wisdom Tree is, they made a bunch of really bad, and it's not bad because of the the content, it, they're just shitty games based on the Bible. Like, there was, like, Bible Buffet. There was a game about Samson, I think. And anyway, the games were just reskinned Mario clones, total pieces of shit. They even did a Noah's Ark that was a Wolfenstein Doom clone. <laughs> I think that, that ended up on the Genesis, in fact. But yeah, Wisdom Tree's already got like thirty grand 
to make a portable box. Like, a, a box with nine shit games on it, which is what I don't get. But they obviously have a market if people are kickstarting it. I mean, it's it's probably the market where people enjoy them because they're so bad. <laughs> I I don't know. Or maybe, like, this is what I can imagine. That they're, and this would really suck, but there might be families out there that those are the only games they let their kids play. Like, can you imagine, like, if if you were allowed to game, but you were only allowed to play Wisdom Tree shit? Oh, my God. Like, you go to your friend's house, and they're playing Mario and Zelda, and, like, you have to go home and, you know, play Noah's Ark or, or whatever. Hey, Mommy. Can I play the new Doom? That, but they have to have a market, or maybe they use those games in churches. I, I, I don't know. I used to see Wisdom Tree games when I would rent games at Video to Go, which I don't think it still exists, but good God, one of the best video stores ever. And the games were terrible. I mean, awful. It, you know, it'd be the type of game that you'd get and you'd take back to Video to Go within an hour and grab something else. Yeah. I mean, like you said, the Noah's Ark one, that's kind of a Doom clone. You're running around with a slingshot, what, hitting rabbits with sleeping pills or something? Yeah, and uh, for goats, they were it's goats. goats. It's goats, and um, and but goats are the only enemy. Yeah. So what kind of Noah's Ark is that? Just a Noah's Ark full of goats? It's not even biblically accurate. <laughs> I don't know. It's just terrible. I can just imagine a game where you're behind the stone and you have to tap the buttons really fast to make Jesus resurrect after three days. <laughs> <laughs> you're still sitting there two days later, like I've almost got the achievement. I almost got it. <laughs> Anyway, um, did you hear about the Battlefield 1 Special Edition? Mm, No, I haven't. Man, you get a statue. You get, like, an art book. You get, like, a steel case. Guess what you don't get? The fucking game! What? You don't get the game! (laughs) It's a $130 Battlefield 1 Special Edition with no game. What? (laughs) I don't know how they're getting away with this. They're selling you essentially just special edition loot. Yeah, in a package. It's a hundred and thirty dollar box of swag, and you and have to you spend another to sixty dollars to get the the fucking title. Wow, isn't that insane? That's ridiculous. I I cannot believe that they're getting away with it. I've bought some of those chunky special editions before, but at least it came with the title. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would ever... That's worse than buying... I, I, I can't even explain it. It's just, that's that's horrible. Yeah, that's, yet again, kind of back to the the state that the gaming industry is in. It's just trying to it's grab... It's a cash grab. Yeah. It's, who is going to pay for that? But people will. People It'll will. sell out. Oh, yeah. Because they get a cool statue, man. It's that physical merch. I can, you know. No, I, I, I get that part of it. I really do. I just think if you're going to sell a special edition of a video game, it should come with the fucking game. It should always come with the game. That's for sure. <laughs> Make it a hundred and eighty dollar edition. Call of Duty's done that. Yeah. Yeah. There's been multiple games that have been two hundred something at launch that are a nice big chunky package if you will i mean even the fallout editions i'm looking at there i think the uh 
that Fallout New Vegas special edition was eighty, and I think the lunchbox one was probably seventy. Yeah. The Persona five one that I'm looking to buy when that comes out is only like eighty or ninety. And is it what is it? C D art book figure? Uh C D art book, um poster backpack, like school bag. Um which probably won't be the best normally i find when they put items of clothing or bags or things like that in special editions they're not what you expect them to be the mirror's edge one was really awesome the messenger bag yeah it was really high quality and one of my friends ripped it and i'm really pissed were you drunk at the time that he ripped it tyler no (laughs) not at all it is that what drove you down the uh the path of alcoholism was your mirror's edge messenger bag got ripped when it got ripped i just went over the deep end (laughs) it it happens to the best of us i don't buy special editions hardly anymore i have a few of them though and even the gears of war 3 one that came with the the plastic statue i don't think was more than 150 bucks and it came with the game (laughs) (laughs) i just when I heard this today, I was dumbfounded. I was like, you've got to be kidding me that you don't get the game. <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't get the game, Tyler. Wow. I think that is everything on my list. Uh, rest in peace, Kenny Baker. Died yesterday. Um, played R2-D2 very famously in mm-hmm. every Star Wars movie up to this point. I'm pretty sure and i guess he's gonna have to be replaced i don't know what r2's probably not going to be sitting in a corner for this whole movie so uh i hope not at least uh so yeah rest in uh rest in peace kenny baker uh you know who will ever forget the character that you played no one nobody you have anything else i guess uh, i got to see one of my heroes last weekend that was pretty cool oh yeah and what a show uh weird al yankovic I think this is his last tour. If you've never seen him live, do yourself a favor. If you're even remotely a fan of his music uh, or his brilliance and brilliant genius, not terms I like to throw around a lot, both completely describe him. What a showman. Uh, I mean, Weird Al made it cool to be a geek growing up. There wasn't a lot of that when I was growing up. I remember multiple times people coming into my room, even in college, and looking at my CD collection and seeing that I had multiple Weird Al CDs and making fun of me relentlessly for it. And I never understood why. Like, I don't think Weird Al will ever not be cool to me. Yeah, that's fair. He's he's just a weird... He's a weird character. And but he's funny. I agree. I think that the people who disliked Weird Al maybe just don't understand a lot of his humor... Yeah, or they think it's goofy, and it is. To it's family friendly for the most part. Yeah, there's not cussing. There's not a. There's, I mean, there's a kind of language joke or in the in word crimes though that slips right under the radar. Uh, but no, what one hell of a show played acoustic, just him on the accordion at one point for a couple songs. Uh, costume changes mid set. If you have a chance to see where it all. I highly recommend it. Uh, we will be back on our normal schedule. In fact, our next episode, depending on what we do with last week, will be Gamescom 
coming up this week. So sorry about the lack of content. Uh, did have to take a little bit of time off. And, you know, the end of summer, as far as gaming is concerned, is the best time to take off. Because, honestly, guys, nothing has come out in the past three weeks. No Man's Sky, you know, coming out this week. But we'll be back on our normal schedule. Uh, this Thursday, if you're local, Fox and Hound, we will be having our Hearthstone tournament that starts at 7 Correct. Seven will be our start time. Seven will be the the start time. I may or may not be there. Tyler will definitely be there again. Guys, don't buy him any drinks. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't need them. He's barely going to make it home that night, whether he drinks or not. Um, and if you're not into Hearthstone, Project Hype is there. They're playing a bunch of fighting games. Uh, Smash Brothers, Street Fighter. Even if you're like me and you don't play anything there, come down. I've never not met cool people when I've been down there. It's always a uh, always a hell of a lot of fun. And uh, I guess I'll end with Tyler. Earlier when I walked down to, to kind of talk to you about the cast today, there's no fucking way that an ice wall should get that much excitement out of an announcer, and that is my problem with esports. I don't care. It's not that cool. You didn't do anything. Like, first of all, no, it's a video game, and I know this is a video game podcast. You didn't fucking do anything. You played the game right. And that guy was having a heart attack, like, Ice Wall! Fucking Ice Wall! Holy shit! Oh my... I mean, and I was like, that right there is what's wrong with fucking esports. Right there. The announcers <laughs> are horrible. I, I won't disagree with that. Those announcers were were pretty bad. But Even when I watched Mike Ross do Street Fighter awful yeah that's fair it it did actually deserve that kind of hype though because no it didn't <laughs> the way was, was the winner of that match walking away with 10 million dollars and a blowjob from christy turlington yes no <laughs> oh uh but anyways the point is that particular player was actually really far behind and really should have lost that game six turns ago so the way that it played out and just how perfect everything happened, it definitely was insane. But they do that for every match. Uh, Dark Force's Shaman uh, card! Holy shit! I didn't know he had that coming, even though it's sitting on the screen. No. It's the worst. Most of the time, Hearthstone's really chill, and they'll just talk about the, the plays, because it's not something you usually get really hyped over. But there are some and, things... And you, you shouldn't, because it's really not that impressive. But it's fun. I can understand if they were going for the Hearthstone record or whatever, something that had never been done before, those guys were playing a standard match of Hearthstone. It would be like if you're watching a poker game and the guy was like, holy shit, a fucking full house, oh fucking A, man, oh my fucking God, I can't fucking believe that. It happens all the time. And that's that's why esports is terrible. <laughs> Not... Not esports itself, but the announcers in esports are terrible. Awful, <laughs> awful if you will. Unwatchable. Uh, I think it was fun. Okay. You you might be the only one. <laughs> nah. Maybe that's why you started drinking. Because <laughs> you started watching Hearthstone <laughs> tournaments, and you were like, the only way I'm getting through this is with a couple drinks. Because, God, these announcers are terrible. Uh, but no, we'll wrap there. Gamescom episode will be our next ep. We've got a couple guests in the pipeline I'm pretty excited about, but nothing's been set in stone yet. And we're still kind of working out the kinks as far as our audio setup goes for having remote. Anyway, so back to kind of a shorter 
a little hostful episode this week, but we wanted to get something out there for you guys. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I hope you've enjoyed all of my uh, my terrible, terrible rants today. Across the table from me, without a drink in his hand, which is how it's going to be from now on when he's around me, because I'm not going to enable him. <laughs> Tyler, run TRG Glaze. I am Eric G. Hollis, and we are out. <laughs>